This is A 20-Sided Life, a podcast about my thoughts and ideas on game design and tabletop RPGs. I'm the mysterious brother, Tyler Mazza. Let's get rolling. Hey guys, it's our first setting Saturday. Um, I got a call in from Free Thrall a couple weeks ago, and uh, let's hear what he had to say. Hey Tyler, the mysterious Mazza. Um, it's Spencer from keep off the borderlands i just wanted to leave you a message to say i love what you're doing um and i really like that uh city around the sword idea that you were talking about just that uh light in the darkness a giant sword with a you know a city circling it and who knows what living outside of those city walls um yeah really captured my imagination but um great start to your podcast and uh keep the episodes coming all right so that's what we're gonna be talking about this week arkvale the city of the sword let's get into it so arkvale is this city built into a crater created by this giant sword that was thrown into the ground by a god of light. Um, I'm going to get a little bit into the backstory of the world real quick. Um, In the past, there was a war that raged on this world uh, between the gods of light and the gods of darkness. Um, These gods destroyed everything. There were civilizations of elves and dwarves and halflings that roamed the world and humans that lived among them and they didn't seem to care about any of that they just did battle and destroyed everything the the humans however found this beacon of light this this holy sword that was plunged into the earth um and and were able to settle in the crater that it created um they they noticed this aura of light from this holy weapon kept out the darkness. There were no monsters here. The other species, however, weren't so lucky. The ones that survived um, lived in darkness and uh, it corrupted them and they became monstrous. Um, the This city of Arkvale is the only city in the world. Um, it seems that the gods of darkness um, won the war. <clears throat> the world is... Uh, completely corrupted and covered in uh, monsters and darkness and um, the game takes place in this city. Um, That was kind of the idea I wanted. Um, I wanted one city. I didn't want to have to worry about world travel or anything like that. Um, You can still explore the the wilderness and, and stuff. Um, once you're higher level and uh, if you want to do some, some wilderness exploration, it's just more dangerous. Um, but yeah, that's it for the background. I'm going to get a little bit into the layout of the city now. So the city itself is circular and symmetrical. Um, and it cascades down from the sword and to these towers that surround it and outward from there. 
Um, so I was going to start with the sword. Um, the blade itself uh, glows, um, creating this this uh, light, and it illuminates the whole city and uh, creates this, this city of light. Um, so there's this real feeling of... Uh, of good in the city um and the pummel of the sword has a giant you know holy gem in it and that that also creates light for the surrounding area the world's covered in darkness um clouds everywhere storms happening um but in this area this this uh gem at the top of the sword um seems to act like like a sun and uh uh you know, helps with life. Um, down from the sword, you have these towers. The majority of the city at the center are towers. Um, there's an upper level and a lower level to these towers. Um, the tower idea was inspired by Sharn, City of Towers, from the Eberron setting. Um, I played a lot of Eberron growing up. Uh, it was probably my favorite setting. Um, I'm pretty stoked about... Uh, the new Eberron they're coming out with. But um, Sharn itself was one of my favorite places to adventure in. And um, yeah, so I took some inspiration from there. Um, the upper levels of these towers are, of course, they're like the upper class of the city. Um, the housing up there is more expensive. Uh, you have more expensive shops, uh, academies up there, um, all kinds of high-class um, locations. And um, the council, the government, uh, meets up there. Um, and these towers go all the way up to the hilt of the, of the blade. Um, and it kind of cascades down from there. Um, when you get to the the lower levels of the towers, um, that's like your middle class. And um, most of the city lives or works there. Um, down from these towers, you get to street level, where there are shops that line the streets and um, these lifts that can take you up to these to, to the upper levels of these towers. Um, between these towers, there are like sky bridges that connect one to another. So you can get from, from one side to the other pretty quick without going to street level. Um, but at street level, there is a river created from this waterfall to the north on the mountains that flows down and straight through the center of the city is this, this river that they built a canal for. And um, it's pretty wide, uh, so there are bridges that cross this river as well. Um, and in the center of, center of the city, where the river meets the blade, it pulls up, and um, when the water you know passes by the blade, it seems to purify it, um, creating you know clean water for the for the city. And um, Around this pulled up water, there's like a central park for the for the city and um, shrines to the gods are located here. This river splits the city right in half. It goes straight down the center of the city 
and um, runs into the lake, which is located at the southern portion of the city. There's a massive lake. And um, at the edge of this lake, the edge of the tower portion of the city, um, between the lake and the towers, is this sprawling marketplace. It wraps around the entire southern portion of the city. And there are little um, shops set up everywhere, uh, tents and stuff, everyone's selling this and that. You can find anything you want here. Um, you could sell anything you want. Um, all kinds of NPCs would be here. Um, it's just a very active part of the city. Um, looking up from the, from the marketplace, you see the, this cliff of towers, um, balconies and stuff that line the, the tower portion of the city to the west of the, uh, marketplace, you have the docks where, um, it's a harbor, you know, where all the, the boats and stuff for this that go out on this lake and fish are located and they can come right to this marketplace when they're, you know, done with uh, their haul and sell their goods. Um, and to the east of the markets is this massive bridge, this really wide bridge that crosses the entire lake and leads straight to the wall of the city and a gate. This is the main entrance and exit of Arkvale and it's guarded and everything. Um, On the other side of the gate, you know, you cross the bridge, go through the gate and it opens up into these plains and there are these nomadic tribes that live out there. They hunt out in this, in this, in these plains. Um, It's still close enough to the light uh, where there's no crazy creatures or anything out here, and they um, bring their goods and stuff back to the to the city. They cross the bridge, go right to the marketplace, and they can sell their things. But at the base of this this bridge, by the gate, are the slums of the city. This is the low class part. Um, they can't afford any of the you know high rise apartments or anything like that. And they they live in the mud here by the lake, and um, it's a pretty sad scene here, but uh, I had ideas for some NPCs that were from the slums and stuff, uh, so there's still, you know, potential for adventure there, too. Um, the wall of the city starts to the north. It connects to the mountains, the mountain range that is in the north and is built into the crater created from this, from the sword and wraps around the entire city. It holds in the lake and goes all the way around and connects back to the mountains on the other side. On the Western side across the lake is a swampy area. Um, I really wanted these marshes in the game um, I thought it'd be cool to have like these witch doctors that live in the in the uh, swampy areas. Um, you would have to take a boat to get to them, but they're still within the walls of the city, and so you have like a bayou situation going on over there. Um, to the north, like I said, there's mountains up there, and that's where the mines are. Um, they have 
a mineral, a new resource that they mine out of these mountains. Um, this resource is called luminite, and it seems to have gotten its powers and that it possesses from <clears throat> from being exposed to this this light force from the sword, and uh, they forge weapons with this material, um, creating these these blades of light um, that a lot of the town guard uses and um, creates these cool weapons for player characters to have. Um, I thought that was a pretty cool idea. Um, they also use this resource um, like it, as a power source, kind of. They use it for lights throughout the city. So you have lanterns that hang at the entrance of doorways and these towers and stuff. And uh, they have this mineral in them that that creates light. Um thought that was a pretty cool use for it. They also use it um, for the lifts uh, to get to the top of these towers and uh, throughout the towers that, you know, these lifts on the, the kind of like elevators, um, the material seems to have a levitation property to it as well. Um, so they also use it for a train. There's a train that runs through the entire, pretty much the entire city. Um, it's called the, the light rail. And it burns this mineral, <clears throat> kind of like you uh, would coal for a normal train. And it wrap this this train spirals around the entire uh, um, tower portion of the city, and leads to the wall of the city and goes around the entire wall of the city. And um, there are tunnels carved into the mountains where it can pass through. So you have this train that can uh, take passengers from point A to point B much much more quickly than uh, if you were to uh, go by foot. Um, they use the train to dispense troops throughout, you know, along the wall. And um, yeah, so the last part I wanted to talk about was the Undercity. So you have these uh kind of like a sewer system you know um you have these access points throughout the the city that um lead down to the sewers and then the sewers run off into these these pits underground that um is where they dump all their waste and trash sewage goes down there um and i thought it'd be kind of cool to have some sort of undercity built into these tunnels and stuff. I was going to call them the pipes. Um, and the, you know, you have probably crime organizations and kind of like another slum. Um, the, and I was thinking like they'd have little shacks and stuff built up around these caverns and stuff. Um, I thought maybe there'd be lava down here and stuff too. Um, they kind of burn the trash uh, to get rid of it, and, um, it just creates this nasty, dark kind of, um, environment, and, uh, the characters can encounter, um, some crazy people down here, or maybe thieves use these, uh, tunnels, uh, to get 
you know, to, to hide or to get from one place to another to run from the, the guards that patrol, patrol the streets. Um, let's get into what's outside the city. Um, the further you get away from the sword, the light that it creates, uh, the darker it becomes and the more dangerous it gets. Um, so outside the city is pretty dangerous. Um, the first thing outside the city, out, uh, you cross the bridge, go through the gates, you come to the plains, this wide open area, grasslands. Um, it's where you'll find the nomads. Uh, the city also does some hunting out there for food and stuff. Um, it's not super dangerous out there. It's still close enough to the light where um, you're not going to encounter a whole lot of danger. Um, at least not any um, any crazy, crazy dark creatures or anything like that. Um, to the south, the plains turn into woods. And that's where the city gets most of its lumber from. They do a lot of logging out there. They also do some hunting. <clears throat> Another uh, way that they acquire food. Um, to the north, past the plains, there are, um, there are these dark forests, um, and you're, you're getting pretty far away now, so it's a lot more dangerous out there. You encounter, <clears throat> you encounter, um, a lot more creatures of darkness out there. Um, to the north even more, you're gonna... Uh, come across the mountains. There's a giant mountain range that um, goes along the entire backside of the city and then further to the north. Again, that area is really dangerous. Um, in the forest and the mountains, there are ruins, ancient ruins from ancient civilizations before the the war of the gods. Um, there were other races too. You know, you had all your typical fantasy races. You had elves, dwarves, halflings. Um, all that kind of stuff. And in the dark forest, you have these ancient elven ruins built into these trees and stuff. Um, so you're going to find artifacts from, uh, from those, those cultures there. And they're, um, very rare and, um, sought after in, in the city. So, um, that's a reason to go to the forest um, if you want to go on an adventure for for an elven ruin. Um, in the mountains, you're going to encounter uh, dwarven ruins. And, um, you know, kind of the same thing goes there. Uh, carved into the mountains are these ancient dwarven cities, their mines and stuff. And um, I kind of thought it'd be cool to have some of the elves that survived that have maybe been living out in the darkness too long are uh, corrupted by the darkness. So they're these uh, dark creatures now. Maybe they're plant-like. They have like um, dark powers and stuff. They're not, um, they're, they're completely chaotic. Um, Arkvale, this setting, uh, you pretty much only play humans. So that's the only race that really survived and uh, found its way in the world. Um, so you can you can encounter these evil elves in the... They're kind of like blights, I guess, um, in D&D. &D. And um, yeah, 
the dwarves, on the other hand, um, they were corrupted by the stone they were around. So they became these uh, large statue-like um, creatures. And uh, yeah, I thought that'd be kind of cool too. So this setting's got all kinds of adventure. Um, whether you want to crawl around the, the towers in the city or uh, run around the forests outside the city. Um, all kinds of adventure. Um, I kind of wanted to get into organizations within the city. So first you've got the Church of Light. Um, they worship the, you know, the God of Light still because of this gift, this sword um, he's given them. Uh, to make it safe for them to live. Um, so if you're playing a priest or something, you probably worship the God of light and come from one of these churches. There's several branches throughout the city. Um, you know, you can always find, uh, find a place to worship if you're, um, doing that. And, uh, yeah, so that's the church of light. Um, you've got the council. So like kind of the government system for the city, um, there's a council and they meet at the hilt of the sword. Um, I was thinking that there's maybe some uh, floating towers up there at the very top of the of the city, and they hover around the hilt of the of the sword, and uh, that's where they meet to um, yeah have council. Um, there are town guards, of course. They man the walls around the city. They man the gates. Um, they keep peace within the city. Um, there are watch patrols that uh, go across the tower bridges and, uh, you know, patrol. Um, you have several several guilds throughout the city. Um, you know, you have fighters' guilds. Yeah, all the normal stuff, thieves' guilds. Um and so that there's plenty of opportunity there y'all could be from a guild if you're playing or um helping a guild out um plenty of npcs there too um there are libraries throughout the city scholars that um uh document uh try to research the past and uh ancient history and stuff so if you were out inventory outside the city, that'd be a good place for you to either get information from or bring in for information back to. Um, there are museums for artifacts. So again, if you're adventuring outside the city, find some artifacts and stuff. You can sell them to the museum or, um, you know, whatever. Uh, idea I had for an entertainment district for the city, I was thinking of a casino. And I thought it'd be really cool to have it on that lake. So have a casino that goes, you know, a, a bridge or something that goes out into the lake and have this tower. But I wanted the tower to be submerged. So upside down, going straight down into the lake. Um, I wasn't sure if I was going to put this in or not. It was an idea I had. But I didn't think I had any sort of entertainment district in the city. So I thought that'd be kind of a cool idea. Maybe it's made out of glass and you can see the fish swimming by and stuff. Um, just this real luxurious place um, where you can go to spend all your money. Um, yeah, I think that's it for organizations. You got all your normal stuff. There's, I mean, 
um, I tried fleshing out the city um, as much as I could, but I thought until I play, what's the point? Because they're not going to want to know about every little detail of the city. I don't even know how big the city is. I was thinking, I don't know, 25 to 50 mile radius. Um, but again, that doesn't really matter too much either. I didn't think at least. Um, all, the, all they need to know is it's big, you know? So um, I think that's all I got on organizations. The system that I would use for the, it's the system I've been writing. Um, so you'd have those classes and I thought they worked really well in this setting. You have your soldier, the brute would be like somebody from a tribe or something like that. Um, so you could play a nomad, uh, if you were a brute, um, and then you have a knight, a knight would go perfectly here. That'd be like, you were part of the town guard or something like that. Um, with uh, thieves and assassins, that those fit right in in a city environment. Um, the the scout could be from uh, one of the tribes, or um, you could have been a guide for you know hunting in the woods or something like that. And then magic users, there's magic everywhere in the world, so you have um, these magic guilds, uh, these academies and stuff for for mages and priests that worship the god of light that fit right in um and shamans so you have like the the magic users of the tribes uh maybe the witch doctors in the swamp area would be perfect shamans um yeah so i thought it worked really well with the system i was writing um there's plenty of campaign ideas um that i've thought of for this um i've been writing a murder mystery um kind of a, you know, something to have them stay in the city, explore the entire city, and uh, pick up clues along the way, and try to get to the bottom of a, of, of who done it. Um, Some creatures you might encounter in Arkvale, um, or at least outside of Arkvale, are, uh, <clears throat> of course, like the, the monstrous races that were created uh, are corrupted from the darkness. Um, you've got the elves I talked about. I was thinking maybe they could have like bark skin and like the dark powers they could use. Um, the giant stone dwarfs with maybe jewels in their eyes and stuff. Um, and like halflings or gnomes or something, they would have turned into <clears throat> probably your goblins. Um, so they'd be little evil creatures, um, humans that got, uh, weren't lucky enough to find the, the city and, uh, got corrupted on in the darkness, uh, would probably turn into more orc-like creatures. So they'd be like, like the goblins, but you know, just bigger like the, like the halflings, but bigger. Um, some, of the other creatures you might find, um, pretty much I was just thinking of anything in the world and then how it would become evil. So you have like snakes and stuff, they would become giant serpent creatures that you could fight. Um, uh, the world was already a fantasy world before 
you know, the war between the gods. So you have like dragons and stuff in the world still. Um, I was thinking it'd be pretty cool um, to have like now two types of dragons. You'd have uh, all these dragons that lived out in the darkness. So they're crazy evil, maybe bigger and badder than what you would normally think of dragons. And the dragons that maybe lived in the mountain range close to the city, close enough to the light, would have become these light dragons. And um, I thought it would be kind of cool to have one that um, had a layer close to the city up in the mountains that uh, there are rumors about um, this this dragon of light. Maybe it's a, a, something the, the players could go encounter um, for advice or for missions or something. <clears throat> yeah, so I haven't really written anything out about... Uh, monsters or creatures or anything but those were some ideas i had i think i've talked long enough i think i've covered everything i wanted to um if anything else comes up i might just do another uh setting saturday about about arc vale um if i ever play this um play that mission i was writing i might uh i'll do a recap on it let you know how it goes um yeah i think that's it so let me know what y'all think um, I had fun making the episode. I have fun thinking about different settings and then talking about them, trying to flesh them out more. Um, yeah, let me know what y'all think. Uh, if y'all want to leave me a call in about it, that'd be great. I love that I got the call in to inspire me to do this episode today. Um, uh, let me know how y'all are liking the setting Saturdays and mechanic Mondays. Um, I think it's going to work pretty good. Um, I'd like to hear y'all thought, y'all's thoughts on it. Uh, I think that's enough talking. So until next time, y'all have a 20-sided life and keep rolling.